2: I don't think Italy needs the advertisement, but it did look beautiful and provided lots of stone walls mm-hmm. for Ari to throw Becca up against. Finally,
0: you know, this yeah. is Ari's signature move. It's, totally it's why true. we, you know, grew to enjoy him on Emily's season. And finally, we were getting that signature up against a wall.
1: It was great form. Like, we're about to have the Olympics right now. <laughs> yeah. So I would say I would give
0: him a 10 yeah. for wall grabbing. <laughs> Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about The Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows.
2: Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. Welcome to Here to Make Friends, the show that asks the question, what if you got to spend a week in Tuscany, but your tour guide was Ari? Ari. Can I, can I just take a pass on that? Like, can I just show myself around Italy? Is that an option? I mean, personally, I thought it was kind of adorable to see him tell the women just the one fact he learned about each location. He was so proud of himself.
0: Production must have been very proud of him. <laughs> the tourism board must have been very proud of him. And to, you know, help us guide ourselves through this very Italian episode, we have Kayla Quinn here. Hi, uh, one of our favorite... Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise alums and she has a fantastic blog, withlovekayla.com Thank you for coming back and hanging out with
1: us, Kayla. Well, thanks
2: for having me, guys. <laughs> well, Emma,
1: Claire, fun. you guys are the best.
2: So. <laughs> we always love having you. Um, we're glad you could be here. <laughs> we do have to start with a sort of a production note. Or hosting note.
0: A hosting note. A note.
2: note. Um, which is that uh, we've been hearing from some listeners that we're being a little too harsh on Ari. And just a little too critical this season. And uh, we want to say that we hear that. Um, and we understand. <laughs> However, um, we got to just, we got to say what we're going to say. And we try to be thoughtful and we try to be empathetic. Um, We're not always
0: going to get it right, but we also, you know, don't want to limit ourselves to the point that this podcast is just bland. And look, we get it. I also like to hear every podcast host that I listen to say exactly what I'm thinking. And I don't mean that in a condescending way. Like, I genuinely want that. And sometimes it can be frustrating when you feel like someone you have an intimacy with has disappointed you. So if you felt that way, we're sorry, but also... You know, we we got to be genuine. Yeah,
2: honestly, a big part of the reason I wanted to start this podcast was because I used to just love uh, Grantland's podcast, The Right Reasons, and but sometimes I would disagree with them, and I would just want to yell into my phone. and Instead, so I started this podcast so the people but, could yell at us. Yeah, uh, and we we'll we'll understand to definitely take it, but we just wanted to say
0: we hear you. We're thinking about it, and, and we don't hate Ari. We don't hate Ari. He's just so <laughs> he's fun just, to make fun of. He's just. Yeah, he's just very bland and And it's part of
1: the job. When he signs yeah. up for yeah. it, it's gonna happen.
2: Exactly. Like he knew this was coming, we think. We hope. Yeah, we hope for his sake. Um but let's let's
0: get to Tuscany, ladies.
1: I'm ready yeah. for some
0: wine, guys. And pasta.
2: Oh, we Pizza. should have had the
0: bachelor brand wine here right now at ten a.m. That's what
2: they drink in Tuscany. <laughs> bachelor brand wine. Yeah, that's where they bottled <laughs> it, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Um, you go into one of those like little Tuscan homes where they're hunting truffles, and they're like, and here, our finest bachelor brand, Merlot. Yeah.
1: Collecting one teardrop from each gone <laughs> yeah. bachelorette. Like CN? Yes. Pony up? Yeah. <laughs> who
2: was it who got the wine locker with Rachel? Oh, that was a good date. And was now that Peter? It might have been Peter do or Eric. Have, do they still have that wine somewhere that they can just <laughs> transport it? Do they split the wine? Do they get joint custody of the wine? I have questions. Chris All Harrison, right. get back to us. <laughs> um, so the girls are in a sort of Tuscan square, and Chris Harrison shows up mm-hmm. um, with a little twist of news, which is that next week is hometown dates. There are seven girls left, and this week there's going to be no rose ceremony. You have to get a rose on a date. Dun, dun, dun. I yeah. kind of liked this. It's a good twist. I mean, often by this point when they're they're going on -on one-on-ones and not giving out roses, often is how they'll do it. Yeah, but then there's
0: usually like a very short
2: rose ceremony at the end. Yeah, but it's like you usually know pretty clearly based on how the dates
1: went. This leaves a lot more time for, you know, one-on-one conversations and a little more intimate moments. Yeah, and I think by this
0: point in the show, it's actually nice to see the women's personalities and see,
2: you know, Ari's personality a little bit more. Some of them. Yeah, we'll get to that. (laughs) that. (laughs) Um, So the first date card goes to Becca K. It says, let's fall in love under the Tuscan sun. And Ari's little red convertible is back. He, like, could not let go of this convertible. Do we think it's the same convertible? Um, Did they drive it from Paris? You can tell I know about cars (laughs) because I'm going to say it looked exactly the same to me. (laughs) But who knows? Um, Also, you can tell he really planned out how this scene was going to go because he was, like, leaning against the car. Mm -hmm. And then he, like, saw becca coming and he was like ciao bella and i was like oh ari you like saw that in a movie yeah and he definitely redid Oksa. that a couple times he was <laughs> yeah. like i need to get this perfect <laughs> this is my moment to shine He was like becca can you just like back up a little bit <laughs> yeah. and just pretend you're seeing this for the first time <laughs> um and they're going to a city called barga he was very daddish on a lot of these dates he was like it's we're going to this cute little city are you excited What's uh, on andiamo. That means let's go. Honestly, yeah, she, she was is very not much in dad mode. I feel like I learned a lot from like about everything. Very <laughs> yeah, like,
0: I yeah learned... you're like who who even needs a you know a travel guide at this point? Like Lonely Planet,
2: move move over. <laughs> We've got Ari. <laughs> I know it was. Uh... We learned a lot about the cities that clearly he had just been told 30 seconds before by production, but at least he made the effort, and I have to respect that. Um, Barga is like a beautiful sort of old stone city, little town, very quaint. And then just in the middle of a square, there's a card table covered in bread. Do we think that was a real bread salesman? As, as they call them. I wonder if they <laughs> spotted
0: him somewhere and then, like, worked it out to, like, move him into the optimal Cause location. Because it's, like, it wasn't yeah. a
1: market. No. no. It was definitely placed yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. It serious. was 100% placed there. <laughs> yeah.
0: He may have actually been a...
2: Bre- Baker? Baker. Yeah, that's Baker. the word. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that I I buy that part. Yeah, the bread seemed to be his. Well,
2: here's where I'm at a disadvantage, which is I've never been to Italy, and I'm very resentful about that. And I'm just I see these scenes, and I'm like, maybe that is normal <laughs> to just have a card table covered in bread in the middle of a square. I don't but know. But now
1: you want to go, right? Cause that's, I do. That's their job is to make you want to go to Italy. <laughs> it's like the peak of romance I where mean, you get breadsticks and and. Wine,
2: but it's like who? Like Italy doesn't need to sponsor a bachelor ad episode. I well, already wanted to go to they Italy. Do. They, I mean, I was already planning a trip to Italy. <laughs> it's taken care of. But like when they go to like Croatia or something, you're like, oh, I had no idea this country was a place you could. Croatia is amazing. Go and Everyone should love. go there. It's- Beautiful. (laughs) Um, I'm just saying, like, I don't think Italy needs the advertisement, but it did look beautiful and provided lots of stone walls Mm -hmm. for Ari to throw Becca up against. Finally.
0: You know, this is Ari's signature move. It's It's why we, you know, grew to enjoy him on Emily's season. And finally, we were getting that signature up against a wall it was Neap great for, like,
1: we're about to have the Olympics right now, so I would say I would give him a 10 <laughs> for wall grabbing.
2: It's like his kissing is really, like, he can. he's versatile, but I feel like that's his best event is the up against the wall. Yes. Oh, yeah. And we yeah. haven't
1: seen many walls, so this is no.
2: optimal right. for and him. And
0: he got to try this out on multiple different walls made of different
2: stones. Like, this is his dream. Yeah. Where did that happen with Emily? Was that also in Italy? It was some, I think it was somewhere in Europe. Yeah, maybe. In like, because they were in an alley. Yeah. Yeah. It looked very visually reminiscent of that date with Emily by the (laughs) end there. Um, But first, uh, Ari has some questions about Becca Mm -hmm. because they had that good first date. They've lost some momentum. Mainly their relationship since then has been that he thinks she looks hot in yoga pants. So are they going to get this going? Are they going to have a breakthrough? And so they sit down and he's like listen, the first date, I felt really good about things. But now I'm like, eh. He's really honest,
1: at least. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, what? it was so long ago and you could tell the first date she was so nervous that she really didn't get to blossom in her personality. So, yeah, we got to get down to the dirty nitty gritty.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's also a- often around this time that the person who had that first date kind of falters because it's it is. It's a lot of time. And everyone else has gotten more comfortable. There's been all these dates. yeah. Uh, and so I was actually kind of pleasantly surprised for Becca's, for Becca's sake at, like, how well this went.
2: Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a very interesting date. No. I no. didn't retain anything about it except that they made that. out against walls. It wasn't
1: very memorable. I didn't <laughs> want to <know>. say that.
2: <laughs> yeah. they ha- I, I'd almost forgotten about it when I looked back at my notes. Mm-hmm. And I like Becca. Whenever she talks— I enjoy her. I'm like I could see myself grabbing a coffee with her. Really. Which I can't say for certain other contestants, but we also didn't see much of that. We saw mostly only pretty like serious conversation about whether their relationship is at the right place and then like gauzy like video of them dancing around, holding hands and a bottle of wine. Yeah. Which oh, it is... definitely
0: got the romantic edit, but there wasn't a ton of substance there
2: yeah it didn't and it didn't feel romantic to me it felt more like they were trying to make it seem romantic yeah yeah I don't know
0: but they seem to be genuinely into each other we just don't get I think that's what's frustrating me about a lot of the editing choices this season is that we're not we we seem to be missing the meat of the dates if they're was me
1: totally, and their connection other than right. physical. That's what yeah. I mean. They're, and it's
0: like it, there's nothing to back up than the proclamations.
1: I'm gonna be honest. I also think Becca got a really, really like lucky role or spot in the date sequence because I feel like he gave her the one-on-one. Rose just because she had the first date. And he's like, I have to eliminate oh. three people. And poor CN got one of the last one-on-ones. And he was like, I got to get rid of somebody. I <laughs> guess we don't have a connection. <laughs> Goodbye. I know um, I'm jumping ahead, but. Yeah, yeah I, I don't really fine. see it
2: with CN either. But I, I think I actually do see it more with Becca. Yeah. He seemed more comfortable with Becca. Mm-hmm. CN does, to me, seems to intimidate him a little bit. So he can't relax around her. True. But, he's intimidated by smart women. We know this. But he does then. <laughs> he throws out, like, oh, I'm, like, falling for you at the end of this date. And I was like, I don't buy that. Like, also at the beginning of the date he was like, or at the beginning of the evening, he was like, we had a really good day, but is it enough? And then suddenly an hour later he's falling for her. Well, Come it was on. the same thing with Lauren, and that's what I mean. No, like but Lauren helps say he's falling for no matter no what. No matter what.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I just, I want to see why. We're yeah. not getting the why. Uh, meanwhile, uh, back at the hotel, Jacqueline is starting to spiral a little bit. Um, she is confiding in her bestie, Kendall, that she has more doubts than the other women. She feels like she can't give him the life that he wants, um... And she says 99 percent of her wants to stay, but she just can't really trust what she wants and she can't trust her feelings.
0: And at one point, doesn't she say something like, I'm I'm not sure if I'm just falling in love with the idea of falling in love. And Mm -hmm. I thought that was like a really astute observation about the situation. I mean, Kayla, you maybe you can speak to this like it is such a bubble when you're there.
1: It is. You really do get and wrapped in the moment and so I think it's really mature of her to, to take herself out of the situation um, I must say I feel bad I don't think you should ever compare how you feel to other women because some women fall in love at first sight some women take time um, but you should just like be in the moment and so her head was speaking louder than her heart at, at that time because even when they said goodbye. There were so many kisses that it just didn't—it just, like—it was, like—it didn't feel like a goodbye. It'll feel like, I'll see you later.
2: Yeah. It was a really physical goodbye. Oh, yeah. That was... So she goes to talk to Ari after he gets back from his date with Becca, um, and— Sits down and immediately like grabs his glass of wine and takes on. He's like, oh, I'll get you your own glass. He's like, don't touch my wine. They were both really self-soothing during yeah. this entire breakup. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So she tells him, you know, that she's had these moments of doubt and it makes her feel like she's not the right person to take to hometowns. She's not confident enough. And he's sort of trying to persuade her to stay, which surprised me because I don't I didn't see her being one of his top ladies. No.
0: I think at the end of the day, they both realized from the last date. Like, Ari definitely realized that their lives were incompatible. Mm -hmm. But what I took from this is that Ari has not been broken up with very much in his life.
2: Well, it's funny because every relationship we know about really in detail, he has been broken up with. Like, the woman who left him. The ex and then Emily. Emily. That's true.
0: It just still read to me as though this was sort of, like, a foreign feeling to him or that he—I mean, like all of us, like, he he likes to have control. And so the minute someone starts to pull away, you're like, wait, 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 no. Well,
2: that's the thing. With Becca M, he sort of had the similar realization that it wasn't going to work out. And then he gave himself some runway to, like, de-escalate his feelings for her without saying goodbye at a moment when he would be acutely upset by it. And then by the time he let her go, he was sort of like— I've thought about it and I've I've distanced myself from you emotionally because it's not going to work out. And with Jacqueline, she kind of jumped the gun. Right, She didn't give him the space to make that decision, which good for
0: her Good for her. <laughs> I love when women self eliminate on this show. It's yeah. extremely <laughs> satisfying. It's also
1: extremely hard. Mm. I, I mean, I just think that you think you're not in control, but you really are. And it's kind of representative of all women like just not knowing that you can be in control of the situation too
0: yeah, yeah. like you can just remove yourself
1: yeah well, especially
0: was- when I assume you have producers in your ear being like why don't you give it another chance what if this thing could work out what if this is your person mm-hmm. like
2: yeah.
0: that takes a lot of a lot of internal strength to just say
2: no I'm and gonna you see go home. why a producer producers would do that because then as soon as she leaves everyone else is like, well, maybe I have doubts. Maybe I should leave. Like, it's kind of infectious. It's like how everyone gets divorced in a friend group at the same time. Um, (laughs) Like, it's like it's not infectious, but also really psychologically it is. Um, Also, the whole thing just reminded me of Charlene. Yes. Very much. Where Mm -hmm. it was like
0: intellectually she knew that this was never going to work, but she's like, I'm still really attracted to you and I want to make out with you. Yeah. And that's
2: real. (laughs)
1: That's real. (laughs) It was well thought out. I think it was my favorite moment of the episode. And we just haven't seen a real conversation of someone thinking through their emotions in the same depth. So kudos to Jacqueline.
2: Yeah. It's not common that someone has the wherewithal to really be like, I don't know what my feelings are. I don't know if they're related to the process or if they're related to this guy. Um, She really thought it all through. And Ari is really, he's, like, putting his face in her hair. He's like, I really like you. I don't want this to be over. If you have any doubts, come back to me. Which, like, we're that going into hometowns.
0: Statement. Like, yeah.
2: what is he going to do if she comes back and is, like, fantasy suites, no, I'm then will get to dump her Claire, and that'll be more satisfying for Exactly. Him. That's really true. Um, so Jacqueline leaves and is just full mesnicking in the hallway. Like, I thought she was going to fall over. I just feel like Jacqueline can do so much better. Yeah. Oh.
0: I also think she's probably physically me up and her. mentally <laughs> yeah. exhausted at this point. Yeah, no, yeah. she can
1: do—she'll she, meet some great guy who will just, like, put her first, so yeah. she'll be fine. Yeah, she won't be just... tempted
0: to move to <laughs> Scottsdale and give up her,
2: you know, schooling and— Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's just always—this is always the weirdest part for me is when someone gets— eliminated or leaves themselves with really good reason and they're clearly incompatible and then just to see how much they still like pedestal that person that Mm -hmm. she still thinks he's so perfect and lovable and i'm like you're gonna take a month away from this and you're gonna look back and be like him yeah and but you know the feelings are real in the moment did you feel that way kayla After you left. Looking back, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I think. Well, I was just really sad. But then when you watch it back, you're like, oh, my goodness, his connection's so much stronger with other people. Why didn't I see this in the first place? And so I think she'll look back and be really proud of herself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
2: the show is really kind of gaslighty to its contestants. There's so much, like, focus only on yourself. And then it's like, why didn't you see that it was stronger with other people? Or it's like, yeah. trust the process. And then it's like, didn't you realize the rug was going to get pulled out from under you? I always get in infuri- fear or like when Ari is like. You know, don't be worried about having to open up to me. It's fine. <laughs> when five minutes before, he was saying, if she doesn't open up to me, she's going home. Like, yeah. there's so many contradictory messages. It must be r- a real brain scramble. Um, but Jacqueline goes back to say goodbye to everyone. And this was the real saddest moment because Kendall and Jacqueline were so sad to say goodbye to each mm-hmm. other. Kendall was sobbing. This is my
0: favorite love story of this season. <laughs> I'm such
2: a sucker for the
0: friendship moments between the women. Yeah.
1: It's my favorite part of the show. Yeah. That's true love. This was a really good group of women, too. So I yeah. really loved how much camaraderie there was. Even with that wrestling date when, um, you know, Bibiana was comforting, um, I think it was Tia. Yeah. It was really sweet. Besides
0: yeah. uh, Crystal, I'd say that they all seemed to really get along. Yeah. Even if they wouldn't be best friends in real life. Um, and I was yeah. listening to... Robert Mills being interviewed on Juliet's podcast, and he actually said that, I guess, after Nick's season, there were, you know, complaints from the audience about the shows, just people st- trying to sell fit tea afterwards, et cetera, et cetera. And so they seemed to make, like, a concerted effort to uh, cast women who had more set jobs mm-hmm. and established career paths and lives, which mm-hmm. definitely came across. Totally. Yeah. I thought was interesting.
2: Yeah, I've really been enjoying this group of ladies. And honestly, I think Ari – I I don't want to assume things about the women who left early, but I think that the taste of the person who's the lead often ends up making a really big difference. And Ari clearly thinks that he's into quirky, interesting girls, even though he is not. <laughs> but, like, he – But at least he knows he, like, should be. <laughs> right. So he's winnowed it down to these, like, undeniable catches – um, who are much more interesting. Like, who knows how differently the season could have gone if he had um, had gone a different direction. But speaking of which, uh, it's time for his date with Lauren. Yeah. Uh, oh God, guys! Um, let's break down our walls.
1: This is the date card.
2: There are walls yes. that are up. Yeah. Both. No, that there was are an physical invitation. Walls to oh oh. <laughs> no! Let's break down our walls. Is the date with Lauren, and they're going to a little city called Luca which has a wall around it
0: mm-hmm. from
2: the days when the Italian city states were i guess at war. And do you get it she also needs to break down her
0: own walls. Oh, it's yeah, like a metaphor. It's just like, yeah, yes. just in case. You
2: weren't sure. <laughs> They're good with just the puns.
0: to clarify. Yeah. yeah.
2: I don't know. They've yeah. really been slacking this season. <laughs> <laughs> and she really took the message to heart because when they were doing that bike tour around the the old wall guarding the city, she said several things other than wow. She said this is great. She said, oh, my gosh. She said, this is very Italian. Yeah. That's all I wrote down. But I'm sure there was more. Like, she's really blossoming. She I, she actually took a lot of the things that Ari said on their date in Paris and just reused them. She was like, oh, he would say, look at that. That's great. And she was like, I'm going to say that this time. She's growing. You know that this is
0: a woman that Ari could actually be with because— She is so in awe of all of his fun facts about the city, and she, like, loves—he's, like, showing off, like, his bike tricks, and she's just like, yes. (laughs) And at one point literally says, you lead the way, Ari. And I'm like, ah, yes, this is not the dynamic he thinks he wants, but it is the dynamic he actually wants. Very much so. And that's fine. People are entitled to enjoy whatever they enjoy in a relationship, but, like, let's be honest, this— reads differently than his relationship with just about all of the other women.
2: Yeah. What did you think of Lauren on this
1: date, <laughs> Kayla? I mean, I think Lauren in general really hasn't shown all of her personality. And so I think that the breaking down the walls is what everyone wanted to do with a hammer uh, to <laughs> see more of her. Um, and even in their one-on-one conversation, it just felt like a struggle a little yeah. bit. So
2: I still felt like she wasn't really picking up on what he was laying down like he would he was still making jokes and she wouldn't really laugh or even smile Mm -hmm. Um, he would make sort of pointed comments about how she had to open up and she would seem oblivious to it I still just felt like she wasn't really listening to him in a way
1: I don't even know if it's the editing too because there's so much time that we're not seeing but the thing is, they would give us the meat if there was some. Right. One would hope, right? Yeah. One would think
2: because Ari is, like, obsessed with her. Yeah. Don't they want just, him to I don't sane? get it. I don't get it.
0: I don't <laughs> see any justification for the obsession. Mm-hmm. And,
1: like, yeah. I want to say
0: it must be the editing because what else is there? But yeah. if it's not the editing, then it's just an incredibly confusing and boring relationship that I cannot relate to.
2: Yeah. And, you know, she, they once again have the conversation about her ex fiance. Mm-hmm. They broke up like a year ago, maybe, and she's still afraid to open up. And it's like, how many times can you just have this conversation? They have it again at dinner.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so there's that. But um, did we
1: ever get why they broke up?
2: No. No. And see, this is another
1: <laughs> no one of details. my issues. There's no like, details, there's yeah. no more
0: depth. They don't really dig beyond it. And again, yeah. I understand. It would also be a valid thing for her to say, I don't want to go into the details on camera out of respect for my ex. Like, people have done that in the past. Totally. But yeah. at least then I would understand why she's not going into details. That's also
2: the thing is there doesn't seem to be any thought of, like, sometimes they'll be like, I don't want to go into the details, but here's— what, what it's I done think done to... what it's what it made me think about right. relationships. Yes. It's all about the effect on her and how it's made her afraid. There's no like it made me realize that I want a relationship that's more of a partnership or it made me realize that I wasn't giving enough of myself in that relationship. Let's just say there's not a
0: whole lot of introspection happening. <gasps>
2: oh, God. Um, and then he asked her if she wants to play soccer with the kids. I think the Bachelor production <laughs> travels with a band of local youths. Yeah, it's the bachelor
0: intern's job. They just round them up. I love it,
1: though. Put them in a square. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't like
0: watching cute tiny children run around (laughs) delightfully? It's a crowd pleaser. That's why we have it at least once a season. (laughs)
1: That or puppies. They had puppies earlier. Check the box. I'll
0: take take puppies every time.
1: Also,
2: then Ari gets to be like, Lauren, did you play soccer when you were little? And she Mm -hmm. says, yes, but so did everyone. So that's not even like a very interesting fact. Also, she's the last person in the remaining group that I would ask to play soccer with children. Like, she is sort of just, like, ambling around near them. I think
1: the real thing is is they're trying to give her opportunities to show her personality. Like, if she's good with kids, maybe she, like, (laughs) you know, brushes some dirt off someone's knee. I don't know. We didn't see any moments of her connecting with the kids either. Yeah, they're giving these
2: setups, and it's still just, like,
1: I relate. (laughs) I'm not great
2: with kids, but, like, you've got to give us— quality about you like maybe it's not kids maybe it's not conversation okay also something else that robert mills said on this podcast
0: was that she's been engaged twice yeah what she's only 25 and also how have we not heard about this other engagement
2: now i'm extremely see there's so much here i think we are gonna find things out okay i hope so i really hope so i really think that the guy who comes back is related to
1: not related to lauren like genetically but i think that
2: it's one of, Lauren's, one of exes. Lauren's exes. Also, the
1: best part is seeing the parents and, like, who made you who you are. And maybe, you know, her parents will bring something, something yeah, out. They exactly. looked really
2: basic in the preview, but we'll see. Yeah, Most of them looked really fierce, most of the parents. I think he picked ladies whose parents are going to be very skeptical about mm-hmm. this whole thing. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Which is always more fun because then you get to watch the lead kind of squirm a little bit of tension
2: i bet even lauren's parents at this point even if they are very like vanilla are going to be like you're not getting engaged for a third time (laughs) like just don't do it um so meanwhile the date card third one-on-one date card has arrived and it is for cn i'm searching for the one um and then we head back to the night date with lauren Lauren's dress for this date was gorgeous. It was stunning. She looked beautiful. She has great taste.
1: She does. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Good classic style. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she really knows what works for her and, like, plays to the max. Thank goodness
1: we, like, remember something about her. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. That date was, like, the star of this date. I was mesmerized by it. Um, So... Again, Ari is just, like, desperate for her to give him something. He's like, I would hate to say goodbye to her. She's so amazing. But I just need something. I need Didn't something. you guys
1: feel like he was going to say goodbye? I had this moment where he was saying, you know, I yes. like you so much, but and we felt this giant butt where everyone in the audience gulps. But then a producer calls him away and he says, Excuse me for a second. Okay, what yeah. was that? Why did he up and leave the table? Okay, I know, and I all of it. To...
2: Okay, sorry, we're skipping ahead. Yes, go for it. Okay, so Lauren again goes through the conversation where she's like, I have such a hard time opening up. I'm afraid of being left, I'm afraid of being hurt. Mm-hmm. And then she says, I am falling in love with you. And he looks shocked. <laughs> And she says, it seems like you have something to say about that. Uh. And then he says, can you excuse me for a second? And he leaves and, like, wanders around to cops. Now, first of all, she just said that she's really afraid of being vulnerable because she will be abandoned. So the minute that she became vulnerable with Ari— He physically abandoned her. (laughs) He physically got up and walked away without telling her why. Like, it's like he wants to mess with her head. There had—something else had to have happened here. Right. Now, so we've—what do you guys think it was? Why did he—because then he comes back and he says, like, some very confusing, weird things and then says, I'm falling deeply in love with you. This
1: is what I think happened. Okay. I think, you know, the producers from the very first night know who they want to be the next Bachelorette. And I have a feeling the way to get the best storyline for a Bachelorette is to really see some heartbreak. And I think they're building her up. And so I think they didn't like his reaction to her saying, I love you. So the producer said, we need to go take you for a second. <laughs> and then they hyped him up and said, we need you to really say you like her. And then he comes back and he's like, I mean, I love you. And then everybody thinks it's out of left field. And so in two episodes, when he breaks up with her, she's going to be tragically heartbroken and America will be there to pick up the pieces. But
2: why would they want Lauren for Bachelorette when she has she she has nothing that could carry a show? I think that she has a blank slate, and mm-hmm. so I you
1: think, think they might enjoy that. Yeah, I think they'll. <laughs> I think they'll. You know, they want to keep that option open. Interesting.
0: Sure, so, I can see them wanting to optimize at least you know the final four, right. like tee them all up for potential.
2: See, I've also saw a couple of podcasts. Floated the theory that he wanted to say "I love you" and didn't I really think, went and, did, and went to ask for permission. No, <laughs> you because think then so? in his in the moment he's like, I just want to grab her and be like, "You think I he love loves you. her? I think he thinks he loves her. I think he's he infatuated." genuinely
0: excited about her than any of the other women. Yeah. With no justification for it. What's baffling
2: is that there's no justification but he does seem really excited about her. Oh yeah. yeah. Like he's desperate for reasons to keep her. He's desperate for her to justify it and why? Like I think I think that she is very much his type and he is very viscerally drawn to it and he's like I guess this is love. I guess we're gonna get married now. I that's just, like, he goes to us in the moment and is like, God, I'm falling in love with that girl. I just want to grab her and be like, I love you. I'm like, really? But, like, he seems to be telling the truth. Yeah, it seems
0: genuine. That's why it's so confusing. On the one hand, I'm like, why? Like, he's not a good actor. And on the other hand, I'm like, this is the most personality we've seen from you. So I guess,
2: great. yeah.
1: I thought he was going to let her go before he walked away. So I am shocked to hear that he loves I
2: th- her. My thought was that he was, like, stealing himself to let her go because yeah. he was like, I can't justify it. She's not giving me enough. And was like, I'm just going to have to be, like, I, we're not far enough along. And then she said, I'm falling in love with you. And he was like, Yeah, wait, no, we can do this. Like, let's do this. And then he <laughs> had to go, like, redo his whole speech with the producers. Also, when she gets back, when he gets back to the table, she's like. I'm very good at reading people and I felt like something was off when you left. And I was like, you usually when someone good at reading up and people leaves. to notice that. Yeah, the middle of a conversation, like something might be up. She's so good at reading people. And then he's like, no, nothing was off. I just love you so much. <laughs> Next time, uh, you know, if
0: I ever go on a first date and he just up and leaves in the middle of a drink, when he comes back, I'm gonna be like, Look, I'm really intuitive. And I just felt like when you up and left, that maybe something was going on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he'll really be into that, and then he'll say he loves you. Yeah, yeah. And so he'll be like, I it. love you. Yes, everything I know, I know. Lesson of love the day, you. this works. Walk <laughs> away and come back.
0: I'm just going to try to channel Lauren on all my first dates moving forward, by which I mean say almost nothing and appear coy.
1: Men love that. Apparently. She, she is mysterious, and he does love her, and, you know, we have to take that into account. I think that often
2: when men say they love mysteriousness as a quality, what they mean is silence. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I love women who just don't share their thoughts with me, maybe don't have any. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether they have them or not. Yeah. I don't want to hear them. As long as they laugh at my fun facts and look in <laughs> my fake tricks. Yeah, and look and great. And look great in a dress. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't even laugh Stand at his jokes. Stand there and look jokes. pretty, Kayla. <laughs> she doesn't even laugh at his jokes. She literally just stands there and looks pretty and is like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm.
0: but then she affirms him in the end so i don't know i'm extremely confused by this relationship if anyone has any insights i'm sure she's like a
2: lovely girl but oh my god the television is so bad we're going to take a quick break but don't go anywhere we'll be right back for a lot more bachelor especially the dreaded three-on-one date If you want to bring coziness
0: into your life, uh, and I mean, who doesn't, (laughs) turn to Barefoot Dreams, especially right now, because the brand is celebrating their 30th anniversary.
2: With those 30 years of coziness, Barefoot Dreams celebrates being the originators of everyone's favorite Lux home blanket.
0: There's a reason why Barefoot Dreams has been on Oprah's favorite things list six times. I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done
2: it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. Springtime vibes are in the air. And when you bring in some of the beautiful flowers that are blooming, you probably want to smell the flowers, not... The litter box. But thanks to Pretty Litter, you'll be able to smell those spring flowers all you want.
0: Nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odors. It's ultra absorbent, it's lightweight, low dust, and one six pound bag works for up to a month.
2: Pretty Litter's crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illnesses in
0: your cat. And if all of that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to your door. You'll never run out. You won't have huge kitty litter bags taking up space. And even better... You won't have to lug those huge tubs from the store to your car or the subway and into your house.
2: Our producer Talon has been using Pretty Litter and he just raves about how great it is, how easy it is to scoop, how much better it smells. I mean, the health monitor aspect gives so much peace of mind. He's a big fan and we know that you will be too.
0: Go to prettylitter.com slash LTSI to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy.
2: That's prettylitter.com slash LTSI to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash LTSI. Terms and conditions
0: apply. See site for details.
2: Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash LTSI. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash LTSI. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, so Ari and CN meet up in some underbrush. They're going mm-hmm. truffle hunting. With,
0: with, with a, a very a, cute
2: dog. The cutest dog Two in the world. Two cute dogs were there by my count. Were there two dogs? I think, or, or I just saw some garbage. Bags I know I believe around. it. Um very cute. Very floppy. Mm-hmm. Little curly fur. Um, and the truffle hunter, Julio. And uh this was a great date, I thought, because the camera team got to really do some cinematography. They did or like misty views oh, yeah. of a mountain yeah. town. Um it was very I was like, did I switch the channel to like The Sundance Channel
1: or something? What's going on? Planet Earth. (laughs) No, I think that's going to be the go-to date of 2018. Let's all go truffle hunting. Yeah. I would do that. Yeah. I would do that. If I
2: get to eat delicious pasta afterwards, I would definitely do it. Yeah. I mean, my usual sort of date is I just eat the pasta. (laughs) Right. This
0: requires putting a little bit of work into it, which maybe you appreciate the pasta I mean, it might be better
2: because what I do is I eat the pasta and then we go home and I put on sweatpants and I'm like, okay, I have to go to sleep. And it's not like the most, you know, it's not the most get up and go. But you have to know
1: every time you go truffle hunting, it comes to the camera crew. So it'll look epic and it'll be great for Instagram. (laughs) So it'll be
0: worth it. (laughs) Yeah. Just get that good Insta content. You don't even need your Instagram husband when you
2: have a full crew with you. (laughs) Yeah. Do you think that's a thing you can do? Just go to Italy and be like, I want to hire a truffle hunting crew. Honestly, honestly. probably.
1: Yeah. Also, Airbnb has all these activities. This is not sponsored post, <laughs> but I honestly, like, do cooking classes from there. And you could really? do it all around the world. So you can go truffle hunting. You could do anything. Wait, oh, I didn't know gosh. Airbnb.
2: Okay, I'm learning something new. I'm going to yeah, hit you up after yeah. this, Kayla.
1: Um, so they head
2: to the truffle hunters' home for lunch, and they help make pasta um, by hand Ari had no idea what pasta was made of. So even Ari's learning some things on this date. Never too old to learn. Um They make little pizzas in the shape of hearts because Well Ari makes one in the this shape. This is about love. <laughs> yes.
0: Just
1: well, in case we forgot. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they were like,
1: can you just Cien, focus, a little more focus. Symbolism. like <laughs> fall in love with me already?
0: Also, did you notice that they were separated for like most
1: of this date? Yeah. Yeah. They were talking more with the family. Honestly, I think producers do that on purpose sometimes when a lead doesn't have a connection Mm. so that he doesn't have to talk to them and they don't have to really, (laughs) they don't have to build a relationship that doesn't need to go anywhere.
2: They can just talk about their relationship with other people. Yes.
0: Yeah. Apparently production had so little faith in and CN's connection that they were like, we got to bring a whole other family into this day. Yeah.
1: So my boyfriend, his name's Nick, and he's very Italian, and his family makes pasta together on Sundays and, like, pasta sauce. And when they had that whole um, family meal with Sien, and they were all interrogating her, being like, are you getting married? <laughs> like, like, when's Wednesday? the wedding? Like, he was like, this is the most authentic Italian family I've ever seen. <laughs> so, just in case anyone's wondering, it's very real. <laughs>
2: yeah, Sien was like, my family doesn't really talk about these things like that, which same, but, yeah, yeah. it seemed very, like, if you're going to go out to lunch with an Italian family. You got to expect that sort of thing.
0: Totally. And the food looked awesome. And they actually got to eat it on
2: camera, which was shocking.
0: It looked so good. It looked so good. I really wanted some (sighs) of that pasta.
2: Yeah. Um, And then they go have more food for the night date. They're having a romantic (laughs) dinner in a town. Like, the last thing we saw of them, they were having pizza and pasta, and now they're having dinner. Um, And he clearly just, like, they just, I don't see them together. Like, they don't have a good conversational rapport they don't really have much chemistry like i don't yeah. really know why she got this far but i'm glad cuz she's great um and they sort of talk through what hometowns would be like um and then he just sort of starts acting weird Like, she's sort of saying, you know, I know what your life is like in Scottsdale. You don't want to leave it. I wouldn't either, but I'd have a conversation about that. Um, You know, she's sort of nervous about hometowns, but, like, not too stressed. And then he says, like, I want to be honest with you and then just goes silent Mm -hmm. for, like, a long time. I thought Um, I misheard him. I was like, no, because then poor
0: CN is like, you're making me nervous. As she nervously laughs.
1: Yeah. Like, if you're going to
0: break up with someone, you got to just do it.
1: Right. Yeah. Don't. I know, she should have seen it. I mean, I, you can c- kind of have seen it coming. They didn't have a lot of physical connection. He wasn't holding her hand True. at dinner. This is like a one-on-one date. This is your moment to shine. Like, you should be giggling, talking about, like, having kids one day. He's also the know. most physical yeah. person. He's like right. Nick
0: in that way where you can really tell by physical cues if he's not into someone. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, I really just don't see them together at all. But it, I feel like it should have been easier for him to just say that, and instead, it's almost like he wanted her to pick up on what he was saying so that he wouldn't have to say it. Like he was like, "What if I just text her? We need to talk later, and she knows that I'm going to dump her." So she's just like, "You know he what? Broke Forget up it." His last girlfriend. Right? Exactly. Really? <laughs> yeah. <Text. That's>
1: hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, this is like his fifteenth breakup. Um, so he's probably like, I need to, you know, freshen it up. Let's leave a little <laughs> gap. So she like is wondering what's about to happen. Yeah, oh it God. was
2: a different breakup. I will give him that. Um, so he tells her he's struggling to find the deep emotion that he has had with other women. And he's something's off. So he can't give her the rose. And she is extremely calm. But Gio seems says, like, very caught off
0: guard. She's like, oh, you didn't express any of these things to me. Mm-hmm. I totally. I wish you had. She's goodbye. really
1: level-headed and I think— It was a good exit. Yeah. I mean, there
0: were—I felt like actually all of the
2: exits this episode she didn't cry, were did she? pretty I mean, classy. Didn't, not really. I don't
1: remember her crying.
2: If she did, it was not very much. Like, she wasn't really that emotional in the car.
1: Yeah.
2: I feel like she wasn't that attached to him. Mm-hmm. I I think it was probably—it's no, sure late she, in the show for it to be such a chill goodbye to right. me. Right, right. I think that's true.
0: Um I think she was probably more into the experience than she was into him, which fair enough. I mean,
2: she got to go to France and Italy. Not yeah, that she, got not the that good she hasn't been there before, but all right. So the next morning he has a group date at Villa Real with Becca M Kendall and Tia. And three on one. Yes. But yes. now that he's sent Sian home, he gets to pick two of them. So Becca mm-hmm. was really excited, her odds went up. Um they're really,
0: they really started leaning into all of the times Becca is speaking about this process like a game. Yeah. Uh, and clearly this is grading on Tia. We see it kind of building. And I read Becca's banter about this more as nervousness, and yeah. that's the way she expresses it, is mm-hmm. to be like, oh, there's two roses, so two of us will go home. Isn't this so weird? This is really hard. But I can also understand why to some of the women it might come off as like, hey, that's not what this
2: is about. Yeah. I think especially if you're all nervous and you're like, I'm not dealing with it in this way. Yeah. So it might put up a little bit of a an empathetic wall where you're like, I don't understand why she would be talking about this because I'm not and I'm insanely nervous and I want the room um
1: I will say on like I went on this date too it's kind of Mm -hmm. the other three-on-one and there is you had a three-on-one yeah with Becca and Amanda Stanton um back in the day um but I just have to tell you when you're on a group date that's when you really compare yourself the most because you literally see their connection right in front of you and you know I'm sure this is like a five-hour date where literally everyone's like asking Becca, are you ready to do this? Mm -hmm. And so she's saying to herself, like, maybe I'm not ready. Maybe this isn't the one. And Tia really fed off of that and, you know, didn't want Ari to think that she was ready.
2: Yeah, I kind of struggled with this Tia and Becca conflict because, so Tia ends up going to Ari and telling him that she... Is worried because his heart is on the line. She doesn't want him to pick Becca because Becca is on a different page from him. She's not, she doesn't think she's ready for marriage. Maybe she's just hasn't had enough romantic experience. Maybe she's too young and she thinks she's not taking it seriously. And I don't think she should have brought that to Ari. However, whenever Becca gets a chance to deny this, like whenever it's like, well, I, I'm i not sure you're ready for marriage, Becca says, I'm ready for something with him, which is explicitly not what Ari wants. Like, he wants right. marriage, and he's told Becca he doesn't want to just, like, see where things go after this.
0: I understood Tia's feelings on it, and I thought that her feelings yes. about it were valid.
2: What rubbed me the wrong
0: way was the going to Ari mm-hmm. in sort of a sanctimonious way of, like, I'm just looking out for you, when ultimately... She's looking out for herself, and that's fair, but, like, I don't know. The way it was framed sort of bothered me, and I also just, this late in the game, really hate seeing women who have gotten along up until this point start to kind of turn on each other. It's just not pleasant, and obviously the
2: three-on-one into a two-on-one definitely feeds into that dynamic, but... I did like that he gave Kendall a rose first because she had already been on a two-on-one. Yeah. Yeah. And he kind of removed her from the dynamic earlier, which... If I were her, I'd be like, why is this my life? Yeah. Um, also, he sort of sets Tia back when she co- has that conversation with him. He, he says, I wouldn't really harp on that too much. Well, I do which think— Which isn't quite Ben Flannick saying tread lightly, but it it's was— a little
0: softer. I also think, though, she didn't really do herself any favors mm-hmm. by bringing this up. Because ultimately, I think Ari was always going to send— Becca, totally. Home. Yeah. I will he say though, knew she wasn't ready.
1: I loved that Tia really spoke her mind because I think mm-hmm. she's a girl with conviction. And although she did put her big sister foot ahead of her relationship, I don't know. I think it came from a good place yeah. more than other people. Yes. Other confrontations before, it's like seems like backstabbing or conniving. But this was like actual genuine concern. Like I don't think Becca's ready.
0: I agree. Yeah. I just don't think it was handled the best. But yeah. I don't think it was coming from a malicious place. And. Right. I think that's also why she went to Becca immediately and said, hey, I want you to yeah. know I said this thing.
2: Yeah, totally. And Becca just immediately crumples when Tia tells her that she said that. Um, and when Tia says, I feel like your big sister, Becca says, like, I'm sick of people saying that. Yeah. Um, and her, in the moment, she's saying, I don't like when I'm not seen for who I really am. It hurts me. Like, I don't. She it's wants. Me really sad. It's she was sad. She's like, I
1: feel so misunderstood. Uh, it really, honestly, though.
2: I don't think that people say that Becca reminds them of their little sister or that she seems young to be mean. I think it's because we relate to how we were at that age. And we've lived through it and we're past it now. But we remember it very clearly. I so remember being at the age where all that seemed to matter was being seen for my true self. And then, like, you come to realize that that's just not going to happen (laughs) in life. And, like, you might still want it, but, like— it doesn't. It, it ceases to be your primary sort of focus, and it seems like Becca's still at that stage of being like, life is about being seen for who I truly am, and
1: everyone around me like validating that. And I think when you want to be seen for tr- who you truly are, if that's your focus, it means you don't know who you are. Mm. I think she's still in that stage where she's still finding herself, which is fair. Yeah, which is yeah, totally yeah. justifiable. It just is gives reason for other girls to. You know, say you're not ready because you're still working on yourself. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Like, I really felt for both of them in this moment. I like when Tia says she feels like her older sister. I mean, they are around the age difference that a lot of sisters are, which is not that far apart, but enough for you to be like, oh, I remember when I was your age, little sister, just graduating college or like just going out into the world. Mm -hmm. And here's what I've come to know in the few years since then. It's not that big of a difference, but it can feel like a lot from yes, that perspective. I can absolutely
0: see it both ways. And I can also see why it would be really frustrating to yeah. hear that if you're Becca and you're you think, I'm into this guy, I'm here, I'm not shit talking a bunch of women to Ari, let me kind of live. Yeah. Um, and I also think there's a particular kind of pain that I think I just had a visceral reaction to when you find out, like, someone has read you in a certain way and communicated that to someone else that you care about. Mm-hmm. Like, I I don't know. I think in that happens in friendship groups, that happens with siblings, that happens with people that know you and care about you. And sometimes that reading is accurate and that can hurt just as much as if it's inaccurate. Mm. Um, and You know, obviously, again, like one person cannot read the full intentions of another person, but I don't know. There was something about that entire dynamic that just sort of like hit experiences that I feel like I had around probably around that age or maybe even a little bit older where I felt like I was going after something or acting in a certain way and that someone might have had an accurate read on my actions, but not their intentions Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, set it behind my back. And that was. That's like a just a particular kind of like heartache,
2: yeah. I mean, I don't think that Tia should have should have taken that on herself with Ari personally. like i I don't think it helped Tia. Yeah, uh, I think it hurt Becca unnecessarily. But I do think that the whole encounter kind of brought out Becca's youth in a way that, she probably didn't did realize brought out at the Ari's time. dad side. Yes. I was gonna say that <laughs> hug
1: when she was oh my crying God, and it was he so embraced paternal. her. I was like, this is a father, you know, figure moment. <laughs> oh yeah. He's yeah. like, let me
0: comfort my little stepchild here. He
1: Brushing tells, her hair again yeah. like a
2: little puppy. It's like relax, it's okay. Yeah. Tell me why the conversation made you so upset. Yeah. That's not a boyfriend. Con- like, if my boyfriend said that to me, I'd slap him in the face. That's not true. <laughs> Violence is never the answer. But, like, yeah, it, it felt very much like he was taking care of of a dependent in a certain way. And Becca, in a lot of ways, is very outgoing and confident and independent. But she still is, like, I think has these vulnerabilities of someone who is used to being taken care of in, like,
1: a tough situation. Um I will say that there's nothing more frustrating than someone making your age the excuse. When I filmed the show, I was 23, or like turning 24 was we were filming. And I think my personality came across as maturely. And I think so did Becca's for the most part until this moment. You're right. We do see her age. And that's the matter of fact. You are young. And you can't deny that. And that's just a reality.
2: I think also because Ben was so young that I think that it seemed landed, less out of place. Yeah, it, right. it landed differently. Right. I think if Becca were on Ben's season, it would read very differently because totally. Ben didn't have that, like, I'm maybe your dad sort of vibe, which <laughs> <laughs> I still ben get had from— had dad my... <laughs> jokes, but not a dad vibe. Yeah, a dad yeah, vibe. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then Ari sort of reassures her in a weird way. Way. She's, she's like, she says, I, you know, I hope you know that I'm serious. I wouldn't be here if I didn't want something with you. And he says, I know you're a good person, which she takes as reassurance that he knows she's serious about like giving him what he wants. Mm-hmm. But it really isn't. It's a whole separate thing, which it matters. It's good that he thinks she's a good person, but it doesn't mean that he thinks that she is here to marry
1: him. No, women in this situation get so attached to any affirmation. So she was stuck there. onto this so to limited. Yeah, she's like, oh, good person. I'm going to turn that and hear whatever I want to hear.
2: Yeah, I mean, when you really are craving that affirmation, I mean, we've seen guys do it on The Bachelorette, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you hear what you want to hear. Um, but he actually pivots right off of that into tough asking questions. tough questions about what her family would think. And this is when we find out that she's very close to her family and talks to them all the time. Except, yeah. I guess, when she goes to work on a marijuana farm right after there taping was the patch. No service, Claire. Come on. <laughs> um, and then she uh, shows him her white hairs. And uh, they make out. But Becca's days are numbered. Hours. Her hours, her are, hours numbered. are numbered. Her hours are numbered. So he, first of all, gives a rose to Kendall. Because he says there's one person he felt out of confidence in today. Kendall still hasn't had a one-on-one. She no. hasn't.
1: She came out of left field, people. Where did yeah, she come from? Her. But I I kind of like it, too. Oh, I love her She's so much. She's so herself, and there are connections undeniable. So I'm glad he is, like, affirming that. And I'm really excited to meet her family. Mm-hmm. I'm extremely curious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, apparently there's going to be a lot of taxidermy. Because we saw a little taxidermy wedding in the preview. Like, there's going to be... I wonder if this
0: is a thing that her entire extended family is into. Like Maybe. did she inherit inherit
2: the taste? She grew for up taxidermy. around taxidermied animals.
0: I guess Probably. we'll see.
2: And we it seems like we meet her sister too, who is very skeptical about Ari. Um and now it's a two-on-one with Becca and Tia. And Tia is just like losing her mind. Because she is the most
0: certain almost out of any of the women that she is. Here for this process, she told him she was falling in love with him weeks ago. She said it's so early, and and yeah. she's just in her mind. She's like, "Yep, yeah, this is it. I'm sure about this. Yeah. I'm ready to go."
2: Is that two weeks ago? The Florida, yeah, Keys? I think so. Yeah, oof. Um, and she like pulls him aside to talk about Becca again at dinner. And is like, it, I just can't stop comparing myself. And he laughs and says, you stress too much. That's like, literally what on the date. Date Yeah, I was going to say, that is the premise of this entire
0: show and definitely specifically – of a two-on-one I
2: forget date. how long it's been since he was a contestant himself. He seems to have, like, yeah. lost a little bit of the emotional connection to, like, how much it sucks. Because he's, like, amused by how stressed she is in this psychological torture chamber of the two-on-one date.
1: It's so easy to get in your head, too. He should remind her to get out of your head. I don't know. Yeah, like, bring get her back a little to coaching. the moment. Yeah.
0: It's basically the Bachelor version of being like, calm down. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs>
1: like, don't
2: stress. Yeah. Which it's we all like to hear. Right. <laughs> right, yeah. Every every woman loves being told to calm down when she's expressing emotions. Um, so then Becca gets some alone time with Ari, and she says she feels like he sees her. Mm-hmm. And he says, I do see you. And I felt like they were talking about different meanings of the word see when they were saying that. He's like, I'm literally it's like, looking, I'm at looking at you. I'm looking at you. So I see your face. <laughs> and he says sometimes what he sees makes is good, and sometimes it makes him nervous. And she says, have a little faith in my 22-year-old self and I'm just like stop reminding him of that (laughs) like why do you just like don't don't play into it um she says she's falling for him that it's scary and that she wishes
0: he had more faith in her but she has faith in him so naturally she is immediately sent home
2: yeah I mean it had to it
1: was coming it was definitely coming it was time he'd been thinking about it a while you could tell in his mindset and like he'd been a little distant and that That father comforting hug, (laughs) like
2: Yeah, you can't really return from that. No.
1: He honestly switched into like the
2: stepdad mode with her. Except with Except for all the making out (laughs) as soon as he found out she was twenty two. Like it's like his posture changed at the dinner table when she said that. Every
1: goodbye has a kiss, apparently, even with Jacqueline. So I mean It's very natural. (laughs) You you might as well, like it's not like you're ever gonna One see for the him road.
2: again until the <laughs> yeah exactly yeah it's been real um and like they all want to make out with him still so you can get away with it uh she very calmly says like I think it's gonna end well for you and she gets in the car and immediately like bursts into tears. It was a graceful exit though.
1: Yeah, she really did have feelings for him. This was you know a genuine relationship. Yeah. And, and we get died. a little
0: bit of footage of him talking about how much he genuinely enjoys
2: her as a person, which I thought was sweet. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do think that she'll look back at this in five years and be so glad that she did not. I think marry she'll Ari. look back at this like maybe now, maybe now. <laughs> yeah. Maybe at this she'll laugh about it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I also
0: I need to meet Ari because there must be something about him in person that is way more captivating and like makes you just want to grab his face and make out with him like that is just not coming across on screen because all of these women it's like jacqueline's in the middle of breaking up with him and she's still like gotta get that last make out <laughs> in like what like maybe it's or, his or cologne something's being lost I, I, in I, I, translation there's something
1: about men and in
2: cologne <laughs> interesting it's a
1: really good scent sex Panther. Yes. pheromones <laughs> there oh, <you> go.
0: Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right and that's that's the end of the episode next week hometowns um And it seems like we're going to have some scary parents who are not impressed. Um, Kendall's sister thinks that Ari is too insubstantial for her sister. And uh, probably Lauren's ex is coming back to make a play for his lady. Do we think that—is that next episode? Hometowns? Do we think that
0: the engagement thing is the ex's next episode, though?
1: Probably. Yeah, I think so. they're in the area but this is a lot of pressure this is like the big leagues now yeah the final four and you know it's so funny in this timeline for the producers I feel like they want the women to say I love you if they haven't yet so they're just gonna check the box and then it even more conflict when he meets the parents and she says I love this man and they're like no you don't (laughs) so we'll see what happens obviously yeah and this is coming from Kayla who
0: has been through this yes (laughs) I've
1: been to hometowns and my parents were not happy (laughs) (laughs) yeah in disbelief
2: (sighs) they handled it well though yeah thank you um it seems like people are going to be a little more uh, in your face with Ari than than we saw. Um, the past couple of seasons were a little more chill, hometown wise. I'm ready for it. He picked some spicy ladies with personality and interesting families. Thank so, goodness for that. Um, who who do you guys see uh, getting eliminated after hometowns?
1: Tia. Yeah, maybe Tia. Yeah, mm, interesting. interesting.
2: Tia
0: or Kendall. I mean, I think Lauren and—I kind of think Lauren and Becca are final yeah. two.
1: I think I think maybe Becca and Kendall for some reason. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think he's, he's got a really strong connection with Kendall, and I like it. Well, that's what makes yeah. me think
2: Tia might be the one to go. They're both
1: homebodies. She hasn't had a one-on-one
2: date with Kendall, which to that's me— That's why I don't think she's final two. Right. It's suggests. just— To me that he hasn't invested that time with her because he doesn't see it long term. Whereas Lauren, he just can't stop having one on one dates with. But you know what? We don't have to guess because we're going to find out in just a few weeks. And in the meantime, Bachelor Winter Games.
0: So get ready, guys. We'll we'll
2: have a bonus episode
0: coming your way uh, on Friday. Yeah. Thanks so much for being with us,
2: Kayla. Thanks, guys. This was really fun. And now, welcome to Feminism Fails, where we rate the most cringeworthy anti lady moments of the week on our very own patented Feminism Fail Scale. One,
0: you do you, bro. Two, that's questionable. Three, not cool people. Four, the 1950s are back. Five, gender equality is straight up dead.
2: So not a lot going on this episode. Frankly, it was pretty dull. So not too much in the way of feminism fails. But we are going to sort of ding Tia for going to Ari to tell him that she doesn't think Becca is old enough or has had enough life experience for a serious relationship. Uh, it's just not really a cool thing to do to another woman. And She should have just stuck with having a direct conversation with Becca about it if she was so worried. And, you know, maybe tell Ari when you get sent home that you're worried about him. But instead it just came off as a little bit catty.
0: And we're going to give a light feminism win to Jacqueline for knowing what her needs were, knowing what she wanted out of life and recognizing that that just wasn't going to be compatible with Ari's needs Uh, and also just the beauty of her relationship with Kendall.
2: A real feminism win <laughs> it was a win for my soul
0: yeah definitely a win for the soul and that's it for here to make friends
2: thanks to our guest kayla quinn and to our producer nick Offenberg. If you haven't yet, remember to find Here to Make Friends on Apple Podcasts to subscribe and give us a rating. We're also on Facebook and Instagram, so please like our pages. You can also find us both individually on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Claire E. Fallon. And I'm at
0: Emily Lady Rose. Or you can always send us an email at make friends at huffpost.com.
2: Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week to visit four beautiful hometowns.